Hey. Joe Pride, are you on the line? Yeah, I'm here, guys. Yep. <laughs> Try lighten up of... your morning there, Joe. <laughs> I love that song. Great song. <laughs> hey, Joe, oh, uh, Joe Nick here. alcoholic, but anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might be after today. <laughs> Something to take the edge off. Hey, uh, Joe, thanks for coming on, mate. I know it's a big morning for you. We just want to talk about these two runners you've got for Proven Thoroughbreds. Uh, we'll start with Private Eye because he, you know, he had an indifferent autumn, didn't he? And not everything went to plan, but his first up win in the, uh, in the uh, shorts was just outstanding, wasn't it? It was. It was a really strong win and, um, you know, a, a good signal, a uh, good indication that the horse has come back um, to the sort of form he was in last spring. Which, which saw him run um, you know, three really good sprint races uh, around this same trip, and one of them was obviously in the Everest. So you're figuring that's good form for, us for today's race. What, um, what's the key with him going from that first up run to the second up run? He's got that really good fresh record, and obviously previously you've tested him out over further than sprint trips. Do you, have you changed your training regime for, with him this preparation, or is it just business as usual? No, no business as usual. Like we... Um, uh, I, I didn't mind the four-week gap. I, I had contemplated running him in the Premier as well, but I didn't see a, sort of see a need for another run in there. And um, as, you, as you just said, he is extremely well on, on the fresh side. So um, with just that little trial under his belt from last week, really happy to um, really happy to give him his opportunities today, four weeks between runs. Second up, last spring, obviously, he was in the Everest, wasn't he? Because he resumed in the Gill Guy down at Melbourne and he, he went within a a whisker or a bees, you know what, of beating Giga Kick. No Giga Kick this year. Mazu was third in the Everest last year. He goes around again this year. Um, you must be confident you can go one better. Yes, yeah, yeah. Look, it's, it's, it looks a really nice assignment for him. And um, uh, look, there's been a lot of um, a lot of conjecture about you know how this race is going to be run today. But no, I've got yeah. Premier jockey and Nash Rewilla on, and he'll he'll make some decisions on the run. I'm not going to tie him down with too many instructions, so hopefully he can get it he can get it right as he often does, Nash. And uh, yeah, looking looking forward to it. Joey, just going through the speed map as you just touched on, uh, think about it. Do you think it'd be ridden uh, a Ford today from that really good gate? Oh, you'd have to make use of the barrier. You know, um, it'd be silly not to take advantage of that. And he's a horse who's who's you know, possibly better suited over a bit further. So I think we want to be spotting all these massive big head starts. It's going to make his task too too big. Um, so, yeah, we'll use the gate and I'd say end up in the first half of the field somewhere. You must be uh, – you spoke about Nash as well. He's the most profitable jockey at uh, Randwick over the last uh, 12 months for jockeys that have ridden 10 winners or more. Uh, Sammy Clipperton, though, has really formed such a good association with Think About It, hasn't he, Joe? He's eight from eight on this horse. The horse is 10 from 11 overall. Fair to say this is probably his toughest test to date, but you must be bored by the fact that he beat uh, a couple of his rivals in the Premier and you'd think he can only strip fitter. Yeah, you know, he would definitely be better. Um, what, what he probably needs more than private eye here today is a, is a good, strong tempo. Um, if he gets that, he's, he's clearly, clearly at his best in fast run races. So, yeah, hopefully, hopefully we get that today. You know, a $20 million race over the sprint trip, you'd be, you'd be pretty hopeful there will be a genuine tempo. I think he probably went a bit slow on overpass the other day, and those front runners are not always suited but just by going slower. So, um, yeah, hopeful of a good tempo, and he'll show his best under those circumstances. Can you split them, Joe? I know it's a hard question, but given that they're both proven thoroughbred horses, and I know, Jamie, I saw you guys at the barrier draw, and, and Jamie Walter is up and about. What's, what's in your eyes, which one do you think's got the slight edge? Oh, I think 
honestly, I think it's kind of gone down to the way the races run. I'm, I'm sort of happy to sit on the bench there. I can make a pretty good case for both horses, but really, I think the, the way the races run will probably dictate which one's first home. Um, just happy to have two really you know, solid chances with you know horses that have uh, you know, proven proven at the level. Or, or maybe I just make an argument thinking about not proven at the level, but he's a, a dual group one winner. So. Mm. Who's the horse you got to beat, Joe, in your eyes, before we let you go? Oh, definitely Moody Source. Definitely Moody Source, yeah. Yeah. So you win. Um, I wish I win, sorry. So you win. I wish I win. I yeah. wish I win. Um, he's, yeah, he's clearly the horse who's performed at the highest level so far. So that makes him the hardest to beat. All right, Joe. You've got three other runners, Cole Crusher, Argentia, and Street Gossip out there today. Is there a push for one of them, perhaps? Um, Argentia, if she can bounce back into her best form, would be a chance. Um, Cole Crusher's on his way to a hunter. So he'd run a cheeky race, but just just outside chances, I would suggest. All right, Joe. Go get him, mate. Uh, give your strength this afternoon for the Everest. It's at 4.15pm, and uh, we'll have our fingers and toes crossed for you, Joe. Great. Thank you very much, guys.